This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits via online course modules. To access these and for more information, visit our website at www.emergencymedicalminute.com backslash CME-courses, or simply click on the link in our show notes and create an account. Hello, welcome to your Monday Medical Minute. All right, we're going to talk briefly about a study that was done in Australia. I'll just read the title for the Medical Minute listeners. So it's Discordance Between Patient-Reported and Actual Emergency Department Pain Management. So this is about pain management and communication with our patients. And somewhere Don Stater is shedding a very gentle tear that we're talking about this subject. He's so happy. Uh, So the idea was, as part of a larger study, they wanted to see... Um, how well do we do about communicating our pain management? So uh, what percentage just, first of all, do you think of all our patients, what percentage of them have pain? 94. 94, 75, most days it feels like it, right? So it's somewhere around half. Yeah, it's somewhere around half of our patients that come to the emergency department present with some sort of pain. So in this study, they took patients who had presented with pain. It had to be at least four out of 10. It doesn't say if they excluded the patients who had 15 out of 10 pain, but at least four out of 10. And then uh, two days after their ER visit, they called them to ask about their pain management in the emergency department. And they asked two questions. They said, uh, did you get anything for pain or did did you get anything for pain was one question. And did you refuse pain medication was their other question. So how well, and then they reviewed the nurse's notes. How well do you think what the nurse's notes said matched what the patient said afterwards? They didn't match very well. And, and we know this from experience. And we know this, I thought of kind of two scenarios. One is we often get patients who have been seen elsewhere, right? So like, oh, I'm having this terrible abdominal pain. I was PSL yesterday. Oh, what did they do at PSL? And usually the response is they did nothing. Not, not to throw PSL under the bus. That's just to use an example. Outside facility, any outside facility. And then the other scenario, because Meditech is a world-class EMAR, most of the time the doctors and PAs cannot actually see if you guys have given medications. So I'll often have the experience of going back to see a patient. They look a lot more comfortable. I say, oh, how, how do you feel after that pain medicine? Or did you get your pain medicine? And they say, no despite looking a lot more comfortable. And then when I circle back with Grace, she's like, I just gave that guy like Zofran and Toradol. So often the patients are kind of somewhat unaware. All right, so what were the results of this study? So they interviewed about 700 patients. Afterwards, um, they found, and the difference between the nurse's notes and what the patient said in terms of, did you refuse pain medication? That was actually the lowest category. About 9% of patients disagreed with their nurse's notes. Like, no, I asked and Grace did not give me any pain medication. Uh, If you just asked, did you get anything at all for the patients who received like non-opioid pain medication? It doesn't specify, but I'm assuming maybe this was Haldol, maybe this was uh, Neurontin, maybe this was like dog therapy or uh, acupuncture aromatherapy or something like that. There was a 30% difference. Like they said, no, I didn't get anything when actually they got something. And then for in-between conventional pain medications, uh, it was like a 15% discrepancy. So up to a third of our patients are saying something totally different than what we documented or what we thought about their pain control. 
what can we do about this? Well, I think there's just room for patient education. You know, a lot of times, and I know you already do this, but there's probably more opportunity to say, I am giving you this ice bag for your pain. <laughs> I am allowing you to stroke this dog for your pain. Or certainly when you come, say, you know, I'm giving you haloperidol. This is for pain and nausea. And then even at the end of the visit, you can reemphasize that. And you guys already do a great job with these scripted things. Sometimes you lie because you, I come in and you say, this is Dr. Scott. He's a great doctor and he'll be very kind to you. <laughs> so you guys are already really good with the scripts and just kind of add this to your habits of always telling them what they got for pain. All right. That's the Emergency Medical Minute would like to thank our sponsor, Swedish Medical Center, for helping fund our nonprofit organization and make this podcast possible. Donations are essential to our organization to cover operational costs and fund the creation of our online courses offering AMA PRA Category 1 credits. So if you enjoy our show, and if you're able to make a one-time or recurring donation towards our organization, any amount is helpful. Please click the link in our show notes to make a donation Thank you for listening.